Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Mr. McMillan come today. We are picking up in Leviticus, uh, chapters 26. We left off at 25 yesterday. We were finishing up the festival days, okay? All right, let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Almighty God, for being with us today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being with us in this word and helping us to understand this word. And Father, we pray that we be a beacon of light to others. We ask, Almighty God, that you continue to work in our lives to make us stronger and to know your kingdom and you. Thank you, Father, for all these things. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord some praise today. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise your holy name. Father, we praise you, almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Lord, we praise you, almighty God. Lord, we praise you, almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we praise your holy name. Amen. Amen. We praise your name, almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, let's open up to page 26. Chapter 26, sorry. Leviticus 26, do not make idols or set up an image or a, or a sacred stone for yourselves, and do not place a carved stone in your land to bow down before it. I am the Lord your God. Observe my Sabbath and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send your rain in its season, and the ground will yield its crops and the trees of the field bear fruit. Your threshing will continue until grape harvest, and the grape harvest will continue until planting. And you will eat all the food you want and live in safety in your land. I will grant peace in the land. And you will lie down and no one will make you afraid. I will remove savage beasts from the land. And the sword will not pass through the country. 
you will pursue your enemies and they will fall by the sword before you. Five of you will chase a hundred and a hundred of you will chase 10,000 and your enemies will fall by the sword before you. I will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers. And I will keep my covenant with you. You will still be eating. You will still be eating last year's harvest when you will have to move it out to make room for the new. I will put my dwelling place among you and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God, you who brought you out of Egypt so that you would no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with your heads held high. But if you do not listen to me and carry all these commands, and if you reject my decrees and abhor my laws and fail to carry out all my commands and so violate my covenant, then I will do this to you. I will bring upon you sudden terror, wasting disease and fever, that will destroy your sight and drain away your life. You will plant seeds, you will plant seed in vain. Because your enemies will eat it, I will set my face against you so that you will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you and you will flee even when no one is pursuing you. If after all this you will not listen to me, I will punish you for your sins seven times over. I will break down your stubborn pride and make the skies above you like iron and ground beneath you like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain because your soil will not yield its crop, nor will the tree of the land yield their fruit. If you remain hostile towards me and refuse to listen to me, I will multiply your affliction seven times over as your sins deserve. I will send wild animals against you, and they will rob you of your children, destroy your cattle, and make you so few in number that your roads will be deserted. And if in spite of these things, you do not accept my correction, but continue to be hostile towards me, I myself will be hostile towards you, and I will afflict you for your sins seven times over, and I will bring the sword upon you to avenge the breaking of the covenant. When you withdraw into the cities, I will send a plague among you, and you will be given into enemy hands. When I cut off your supply, 
of bread. Ten women will be able to bake your bread in one oven, and they will dole out the bread by weight. You will eat, but you will not be satisfied. If a spirit of this, you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile towards me. Then in my anger, I will be hostile towards you, and I myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places and cut down your instant altars and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols, and I will and I will accord you. I will turn your cities into ruins and lay waste your sanctuaries. And I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. I will lay waste the land so that your enemies who live there will be appalled. And I will scatter you amongst the nations and will draw out my sword and pursue you. Your land will be land laid waste and your cities will lie in ruins. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbath. Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbath. And all the all the countries of your enemies and all the countries of your enemies. Uh, Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbath. All the time, all the time that it lies desolate, the land will, the land will have rest. It did not have during the Sabbath you lived in it. As for those of you who were, are left, I will make their hearts so fearful in the land of their enemies that the sound of the wind-blown leaf will put them to flight. They will run as through fling from the sword, and they will fall even though no one is pursuing them. They will stumble over one another as though fleeing, <clears throat> as though fleeing, from the sword, even though, no, I'm sorry, uh, fleeing from the sword, even though no one is pursuing them. So you will not be able to stand before your enemies. You will perish among the nations. The land of your enemies will devour you. Those of you who are left will waste away in the land of their enemies because of their sins, also because of their father's sins, they will waste away. But if they still confess their sins and the sins of their fathers, their treachery against me and their hostility towards me, which made me hostile towards them, so that I sent them into the land of their enemies, when their uh, then when their uncircumcised hearts are humble and they pay for their sins, I will remember my covenant with Jacob.
and my covenant with Isaac, and my covenant with Abraham. And I will remember the land, for the land will be deserted by them and will be enjoyed and will enjoy its Sabbath while it lies desolate without them. They will pay for their sins because they rejected my laws and abhorred my decrees. Yet in spite of this, huh, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them or abhor them so as to destroy them completely. Breaking my covenant with them, I am the Lord their God. But for their sake, I will remember the covenant with their ancestors who I brought out of Egypt in the sight of the nation to be their God. And I am the Lord. These are the decrees, the laws, and the regulations that the Lord established on Mount Sinai between himself and the Israelites through Moses. Now, this decree carried right on into the future. (laughs) And we know this from history. As the Lord said, people did not. They turned away. They did what they wanted. The Lord scattered them several times. um, And eventually, they were brought into lands unknown to them, languages unknown to them, and they were ill-treated. As we know today, many went to the Americas, many went to Europe, and some in Asia, and so these people are scattered. But the Lord did not take away his covenant. Okay, let's move on to 27. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, if anyone makes a special vow to dedicate persons to the Lord by giving equivalent value, Set the value of a male between the ages of 20 and 60 at 50 shekels of silver, according to the sanctuary shekel. And if it is a female, set her value at 30 shekels. If it is a person between the ages of 5 and 20, set the value of the male at 20 shekels and the female at 10 shekels. If it is a person between the month, between one month and five years, set the value of the male at five shekels of silver and that of the female three shekels of silver. If it is a person six years old or more, set the value of the male at 15 shekels and of a female 10 shekels. If anyone making the vow is too poor to pay the specific amount, he is to present the person to the priest who will set the value for him according to what the man making the vow can afford. If what he vows is an is an amnable amount uh, is an am 
animal that is acceptable is, I'm sorry, if what he vowed is an animal that is acceptable as an offering of the, of the Lord, such an animal given to the Lord becomes holy. He must not exchange it or substitute a good one for a bad one or a bad one for a good one. If he should substitute one animal for another, both it and the substitute become holy. If what he vows is a ceremonial unclean animal, one that is not acceptable as an offering to the Lord, the animal must be presented to the priest who will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever the priest Whatever value the priest then sets, that is what it will be. If the owner wishes to redeem the animal, he must add a fifteenth of its value. If a man dedicates his house as something holy to the Lord, the priest will judge it, qualify as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, so it will remain. If the man who dedicates his house redeems it, he must add 15 of of its value, and the house will again become his. If a man dedicates to the Lord part of his family land, its value is to be set according to the amount of the seed required for it. Fifteen shekels of silver to a hummer of to a hummer of barley seed. If he dis- dedicates his field during the year of Jubilee, the value that has been set remains. But if he dedicates his field after the Jubilees, the priest will determine the value according to the number of years that remain. Remember, Jubilees are seven years, right? Until the next year of Jubilee. Wow. That's another seven years. And it is set value will be reduced if the man who dedicates the field wishes to redeem it. He must add a fifth to the value and the field will again become his. If, however, he does not redeem the field or if he has sold it to someone else, it can never be redeemed when the field is released in the Jubilees, it will become holy like a field devoted to the Lord, and it will be become the property of the priest. If a man dedicates to the Lord a field he has bought, which is not part of his family land, the priest will determine its value up to the year of Jubilees, and the man must pay its value on that day as something holy to the Lord. In the year of Jubilees, the field will revert to the person from whom he bought it, the one whose land it was. Every value is to be set according to the sanctuary sanctuary shekel, 20 giras to the shekel. No one, however, may dedicate the firstborn of an animal since the firstborn already belongs to the Lord. Whether an oxen or a sheep, it is the Lord's. If it is one of the unclean animals, he may buy it back at its set value 
adding a fifth of the value to it. If he does not redeem it, it is to be sold at its set value. But nothing that a man owns and devotes to the Lord, whether man or animal or family land, may be sold or redeemed. Everything so devoted is most holy to the Lord. No person devoted to destruction may be ransomed. He must be put to death. A tithe of everything from the land whether grain from the soil or fruit from the tree belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. If a man redeems any of his tithe, he must add a fifth of the value of it, the entire tithe of the herd and the flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod, will be holy to the Lord. He must not pick out the good from the bad or make any substitutions. If he does make a substitution, both the animal and its substitution become holy and cannot be redeemed. These are the commandments the Lord gave Moses on Mount Sinai for the Israelites. Okay, we are now moving into the book of Numbers. And we are now on the first chapter of Numbers. This is the censor of the nations, okay? The Lord spoke to Moses in the tent of meetings in the desert of Sinai on the first day of the second month of the second year after the Levites came out of Egypt. And he said, take a censor of the whole Israelite community by their clans and families. List every man by name, one by one. You and Aaron are to number by their division all the men in Israel, 20 years old or more, who are able to serve in the army, one man for each tribe, each the head of his family, is to help you. There are the name. these, excuse me, are the names of the men who are to assist you. From Reuben El- Elizur, son of Shedur. From Simeon, Shilumel, son of Zerahadai, Zerahadai, Shadai, Shadai, right. From Judah, Nashan, son of Amidab. From Issachar, Nathaniel, son of Zor. From Zubalim, Elab, son of Hilon. From the sons of Joseph. From Ephraim, uh, El Ishma, son of Amihud. From Mas- uh, Masana, Gamaliel, son of 
Pidaza from Benjamin Abidan, son of Gideon, uh, Gideani, Gideani, from Dan Hazer, son of Amishada, from Asha. Peg El, son of Akron, from Glad, Elispha, son of Duo, from Napatili, Ahira, son of Ina. These were the men appointed for the community the leaders of their ancestral tribes. They were the heads of the clans of Israel. Moses and Aaron took these men whose names have been given, and they called the whole community together on the first day of the second month. The people indicated their ancestry by their clans and families. <coughs> Excuse me. by their clans and family, and the men, 20 years old or more, were listed by name, one by one, as the Lord commanded Moses. And so he counted them in the desert of Sinai. From the descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, all the, all the men, 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in the army, were listed by name, one by one, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe Reuben was 46,500. From the descendants of Simeon, all the men 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in the counted and listed by name, one by one, according to the records of their clans and family. And the number from that tribe of Simeon was 59,300. From the descendants of Glad, all the men 20 years old and more were able to serve in the army, were listed by name according to the records of their clans. And the families, the Number from the tribe of Glad was 45,650. From the descendants of Judah, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and family. The number from the tribe of Judah was 74,600. From the descendants of Issachar, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and family. The number from the tribe of Issachar was 54,400. The descendants of Zubalim, all the men 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in the army were listed by their name 
according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Zublum was 54,400. From the sons of Joseph, from the descendants of Ephraim, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and family. The numbers from the tribe of Ephraim was 40,500. From the descendants of Mazana and all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army, <clears throat> who listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number for the tribe of Massena was <clears throat> 32,200. Okay. <clears throat> From the descendants of Benjamin, all the men, 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the record of their clan and families. The number from the tribe of Benjamin was 35,400. From the descendants of Dan, all the men, 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Dan was 62,700. From the descendants of Asher, all the men 20 years or old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Asher was 41,500 from the descendants of Napatili, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and family. The number from the tribes of Napatili was 53,400. <clears throat> These were the men counted by Moses and Aaron and the twelve leaders of the Israel, Israel, each one representing his family. <clears throat> All the Israelites, twelve years old or uh, twelve years old or more, who were able to serve in Israel's army, were counted according to their families. The total number was 603,550. Now, that is from 12 years up who would serve in the army. That is not including the women and the younger children. Okay? That was just the fighting men. The families of the tribe of Levi, however, were not counted. So we got to include them as well with the women and children. Along with the others, the Lord had said to Moses, you must not count the tribe of Levi or include them in the censor of other Israelites. Instead, appoint the Levites to be in charge of the tabernacle of the testimony over all its furnishings and everything belonging to it. 
They are to carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. Uh, They are to take care of it and encamp around it. Whenever the tabernacle is to move, the Levites are to take it up. And whenever the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall do it. Anyone else who goes near it shall be put to death. The Israelites are to set up their tents by division. Each man in his own camp under his own standards. The Levites, however, are to set up their tents around the tabernacle of the testimony so that wrath will not fall on the Israelite community. The Levites are to be responsible for the care of the tabernacle of testimony. The Levites did all this just as the Lord commanded Moses. So they were the barrier between God and the people. And if they didn't camp there, (laughs) oh boy, the Israelites wouldn't be there. Okay, let's move on. Okay, uh, the arrangement of the tribal uh, camps. All right. I think we are going to go into this tomorrow because um, that is a very... uh, the way they lined it up was um, it, it shows you their battle formation also. Yeah, we'll do this tomorrow. Okay, everyone. Um, I hope this was a blessing to y'all. We'll pick up again tomorrow with the arrangements of the tribal camps, okay? And we'll also talk about uh, the strengths and the power of these tribes, where their strengths and powers are, okay? Um, It has a lot to do with the way they were set up. Okay, everyone, this is Minister Macmillan. Have a blessed evening. Uh, For those of you who would like to contact me, you have something you'd like to share, you can reach me at macmillan75 at gmail.com or anchor.right slash, I'm sorry, anchor.fm right slash Linda, L-I-N-D-A, dash mcmillan m-c-m-i-l-l-i-a-n nine okay or you can leave me a message at facebook just look up linda mcmillan and you will find me. okay all right everyone for those of you who are interested in donating or sponsoring there are two buttons at the bottom of this page feel free we appreciate all your donations and sponsorships we also look forward to hearing from you so please don't be shy <laughs> Okay, everyone, have a blessed evening and good night.